Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am mentally handicapped, and I am running a podcast. My name is Andy Van Beber. Welcome to the Voice of Reason podcast. Yes, we are extremely late getting on tonight because I don't know how to run a podcast without intelligent people like Travis surrounding me. So, you know, anyway. I know nothing about computers setting up the recording stuff. Uh, we are looking for a digital wizard like a Jamie. Uh, we can't pay you. No, nope. be completely voluntary. No, no, there's no, um, there's no pay, there's no pay involved. So we're trying to be in Pike County. Yeah, we're only at work. Well, geez, we're only forty minutes late, which isn't bad, you know. Uh, so you know, don't be, don't be upset if we don't go the full hour tonight because we're, you know, we only have jobs and everything, but we're committed. Dad Gummit, we're committed to the show. We're committed to the show. Your boy's got to be up at 3 a.m. tomorrow. That's right. I've got to be up at. I've got to be up at four. I've got to be up at 4 a.m. So I'm with you. (laughs) I got to do substitute bus driving tomorrow. Haven't done it in over a month. So by golly, run kids off the road while I'm falling asleep behind the wheel. We're ready to go. Welcome to Voice of Reason. Yeah, I know. Welcome to Voice of Reason. My name is Andy Van Beber. Joined as always by Travis Kirkendall, our friend. Sean Phillips is on base. Uh, is this his first time serving in California, I guess? Uh, I thought he already went to a drill already. I don't know if he, but our, our buddy Sean is at drill tonight. And so what yeah. you see before you are two handsome men, not quite as handsome as, as Sean Phillips, but hey, what can we say? Travis, how was, how was Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was good. Um, we actually were with my family the week prior um, for my mom's side. I didn't get to see my, my dad's side of the family, unfortunately. Um, and then her father came over for dinner, and then her grandma from Venezuela is here. Oh, that's fantastic. And I got to meet her. Yeah, yeah, 92 how, years old. How old? 92. And 92. And I mean, right. I mean, it's really, really cool. Like, it's it's weird to say this because like I don't speak Spanish, but like <laughs> obviously my wife translates for me when I talk with her, uh-huh. and it is one of the coolest. Like how many people? Can, uh, for me, it's really cool. I don't think I've ever spoken to anybody over the age of like I would say upper eighties that like didn't have like Alzheimer's or dementia. And I, I'm She's... I'm just speaking facts. Like it's I've I haven't had that opportunity, and it is so cool. Like it's, it's yeah. to meet someone who's lived that life and like that long yeah tell those stories and like has a memory like that it is just that's really really neat so you got to connect she cooks phenomenal oh my god (laughs) i was gonna say uh back to the gym big time then or is that what we're gonna be doing this week oh yeah big time well it's i've been trying to it's this has been such a crazy week i've been working Uh, up in two hours up in wisconsin and it's just been a lot of stuff going on right now but we're still getting the gym time in for sure yeah well, we had Janine's brother. How about bro- you? How was yeah, your Janine's Janine's brother came in from Chicago, from Naperville area, and we had a great time. I went nowhere and did nothing. I, went, I actually I went to three places. I took Briley to basketball practice, her ortho appointment, and we went to church. Rest of the time, totally, totally rested, totally, you know, on on the couch and you know, nice. 
it was good though. We had a great time and uh, getting into the final stretcher of basketball season, which running like a chicken with my head cut off, which has been really, really, eh, it it's been it's been crazy. But no, I I I will say this though: we're able to run and we're able to go out and about though. Isn't that's the that's the positive thing, right? We're able to yeah, get. It's, uh... It's the beauty of living in the U.S. of A. in 2022 as opposed to other places, places such as uh, China, yeah. which may or may not be what we're discussing tonight. It is what we're discussing tonight. We uh, Yeah, so what we're looking at tonight, and this is this has quietly been sneaking underneath the radar. If you haven't, if you haven't been following what's going on in China, so we are, you know, we're obviously on the Omicron variant. If you haven't had it yet, um, I have exper- I have experienced it personally uh, back in September. Had the Omicron variant lasted about uh, th- it, it, it. I had a fever for about four forty eight hours. After about I'd say after about ninety six hours, I was about back to myself. Um, so, but lucky for us, we have a three-day weekend. So I really started feeling like crap on like a Friday at school. <clears throat> we tested positive that Friday night, and by Monday evening, I was back pretty much to to my normal. Um, I'm actually when I mentioned I'm doing substitute bus driving tomorrow, one of our bus drivers is out with it. Um, but she says, you know, as long it it doesn't last that long, but. Travis, why don't you fill us in on what's going on, what what the situation is in China, what they're what they're trying to do right now? So China is doing lockdowns. I know we all remember lockdowns oh, yes. here. It was a great time in the U.S. and the world. Um, there's been mass lockdowns going on and a lot of protesting, lots of protesting going on. And from what I was reading, a lot of this started, a lot of these protests sparked from an incident that happened in the apartment building. I forget what region. But apparently um, there was a fire that broke out and first responders were very late in getting there due to uh, some of these lockdowns. I guess it impacted their response time. And um, I, to yes. my knowledge, I don't have the article in front of me, but people died from it and a lot of people were injured from it. And it caused people to start protesting against the lockdowns that were happening. And it's again, China's doing this crazy zero covid policy where it's just everything is shut down until we get the numbers under control which i think is also i think it's obvious now if you look back statistically i think the lockdowns were just a terrible idea they did not you know what what was the what was the quote they said something to uh the something the curve uh what was flatten flatten curve what the flatten the curve which i think if you look back you realize that was just an absolute nightmare so may or may not have well go ahead and get one i was gonna say since so the numbers we came up with are that we were finding out so china's oh yeah under their new omicron this variant that they have so roughly the population of china is around 1.3 billion from the start okay go ahead and give us those numbers then okay so i just this is like recent as of the 28th like these numbers China's population is 1,452,819,713. COVID deaths as of November 28th 
And this is like pulling from like the CDC, the World Health Organization. It was like a collective. 5,232 deaths. We did the math. Yeah, double check it. Double check it. We may be a zero off on this. We were both like <laughs> questioning each other on, before the show. So there might be a zero off, but we're looking at 0.000036%. That is what's causing the country to go locked, like completely locked down. And even the numbers of people that are like have COVID, um, from what I was reading, there was like, what was what were we talking before the show? There's like what article said something like forty thousand something cases mm-hmm. that they had reported. So, and again, that, even that number, if we're looking at again one billion four hundred and fifty-two thousand, et cetera, et cetera. So this absolutely is ridiculous. some of the things that are going on, and I'll I'll just read this. This was uh, two days ago <laughs> on BBC News. <clears throat> so protesters are calling for these rules to be eased, even though China is seeing a surge in cases, not deaths, cases. Um, so the new, what this China COVID zero policy is, okay, so local authorities, this is, this is going to sound eerily familiar. Local authorities must impose strict lockdowns, even if only a handful of COVID cases are found. Mass testing is carried out in places where cases have been reported, People with COVID are isolated at home or placed under quarantine at government facilities. And Travis and I will talk about that in a second. Businesses or schools are closed in lockdown areas. Shops must also close except for those selling food. Lockdowns last until no new infections are reported. Tens of millions of people have been living in some kind of lockdown. Some local authorities have taken extreme measures such as forcing workers to sleep inside the factories so they can work while quarantined. Uh, earlier this month, workers at the Foxconn factory in Zhengzhou, which makes iPhones, staged a mass breakout because of fears they would be shut inside. In August, shoppers in, a lo- in an IKEA store in Shanghai forced their way out through the doors to escape it being locked down inside. Okay, this is this is this is what's been going on. Isolation now in China is only for eight days rather than a 10, 10, five day, rather than 10, five days at isolation centers plus three at home. Um, so, yeah, so as of, and I just, right now, November 27th, right at 100 and, 100 and the number of cases has reached almost 200,000 this last week. Okay, but we're not seeing anything. And it says what vaccines are Chinese. The Chinese are using. Um, they've been urging the the elderly to get vaccinated. Um, two, which is basically the two doses plus the booster. Okay, um, the the vaccines that they're using in China is the Sinovac and the Sinopharm, and which are have proven to be effective against Omicron. Omicron. Uh, which is the most widespread strain. Um, but here, here's the thing. You, Xi Jinping, Xi, Xi Jinping, who is Chinese president right now, I think has really got to rethink what's going on. This shutdown, if you haven't noticed, uh, have, have you had uh, any auto work done lately, Travis? Unfortunately, yes. 
Okay. Let me just, so two, two examples. So my niece drives a, a Ford, um, what's their small and Ford Focus. So she drives a okay. Ford Focus that has a, her transmission has an issue. It's not shifting right. It won't go out. And so she's had it in shop for, it's been in shop already two months. It's expected to be in shop for six more months. Ford has given her a a rental car. Loaner. Yeah, a, a, it's actually a rental car. And okay. the chip is not expected to be in for it's a chip. Yeah, and it's from it's from China. Um a friend of mine who was in a car accident back in October or no, yes, first week of October. Uh they drive a a Chrysler or a Yes, yeah, a Chrysler minivan of some sort. And some of the parts, inter- some of the body parts and some of the computer stuff that they have to replace is from, guess where? It's from China. Um, so they're looking at possibly the week of Christmas getting the van into the shop. So when you when you look at this whole thing and... What's really amazing is how the Chinese people are responding to this. Okay. Um, The people who are dying right now in China aren't the people who have COVID. It's the people who are dying in these protests. Yeah, go ahead. I I found this article here and it's, um, man, you got to listen to this. Okay. So this is from a CNN reporter. And uh, Lazu City, mm-hmm. some are forced to quarantine outside in the cold in parking lots. There is a viral video apparently showing people are forced to stay in male bathrooms, sleeping under urinals. And there was one video that says it's quarantine site for kids in, I forget what province, I can't read what province this is. Uh, a little boy was jumping on bricks to avoid the pool of dirty liquid where they were staying. This is where they used the bathroom. Oh, this woman was crying on the ground. Uh, because she was caught with her mask pulled down, the government suspended her business for 30 days, losing a month of income. Metal spikes, which this man was filming, says were installed on the compound gate to prevent residents from leaving. This, and it gets better. So this talk about that, that fire we were discussing here. Uh, where is it at? Where is it at? Yeah, a huge fire broke out in an apartment complex. And uh, what city was that again? Uh, Urumqi? U R U M Q I. So anyway, yeah, a huge fire broke out of that apartment complex. The government had sealed most of the doors in the building, including the exit to the outside. It took firemen more than three hours to control the blaze, and by that time, ten people had roasted to death inside, including mm. a three-year-old child. Yep, I just was reading that same article. Absolute madness. Yes. And this can't come at a worse time, though, because. What what are Chinese what are the Chinese people when they're at home? Guess what they're watching on TV? The World Cup, the World Cup that's coming from Qatar, and they are well. The government completely controls the media there. Yeah, and Chinese national teams there. Yeah, the Chinese national. Sure. So they get to watch the World Cup when their guys are playing, and they're like, okay, here's. You know, hundreds of thousands of people packed into the stadium, elbow to elbow. They don't see any mask anywhere. Apparently, the rest of the world isn't concerned about it. 
So, you know, and two of the biggest sinners, and I was just mentioning this to Travis, two of the big, two of the biggest sinners that are facing a lot of uh, the 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 largest breakouts are in my, my two kids' hometowns, Chongqing yeah, and, and uh, Shenzhen. <laughs> Bryly's from Chongqing, and Bryson's from Shenzhen. Sean, Shenzhen is is the major. Uh, for those of you who used to, if you studied or know anything about world history, it was the old city that was known as Canton. Uh, and uh, it was, it's always been a major shipping center. And so Guang, and so Shenzhen, Shenzhen which is in, the, is in the Guangzhou province, shut down. Chongqing, which is the largest landmass city in the world, with close to 150 some odd million people in it, is locked down. And I'm just reading a quote here. It said uh, this was Thursday, in, or uh, last Thursday, in the sprawling metropolis of Chongqing in the southwest. A resident delivered a searing speech criticizing the COVID lockdown on his residential compound. So from, he apparently, I guess, I don't know if he's a DJ or what, but he had a lot of speakers. He said, without freedom, I would rather die. He shouted to a cheering crowd who hailed him as a hero. And then uh, the old, he was he was in the compound, and the group of police tried to arrest him. So that's where it was at. So it was actually in the compound. And, and then you see some of these pictures that are actually coming out of uh, that are coming out of China. You're seeing these videos of these people. So the Chinese police who are in there in these hazmat suits are making these makeshift. They're basically makeshift um, walls. Bar basically with wire with it look, what looks to be like paneling up in front of these walls, and then you see these other videos of these people trying, like you said, fighting to get out of these, out of these, uh, out of these factories, out of these stores, out of these bathrooms. It's just like okay, when we're seeing people, whoop, let's lock them in, lock them in. You know, we're not even going to. There's not even going to be. You know, we're not, there's no, there's no compromise to this. I mean, what, what do you, what, what, what's, what do you think is their end game in this, Travis? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, is COVID really the problem? I mean, cause there's been stuff that hasn't been talked about in China. Like, you remember that one thing? And I don't know if that was ever ended up being a spoof or it was a legit. Remember it was a couple months ago. And there was something about like a political uprising that apparently happened in China or something. Mm-hmm. Like or it was like an attempted coup, mm-hmm. and there was like no coverage of it, like nothing happened. And there was like there was actual reports of like military activity and like something happened, and like there was no discussion of it. So you could speculate that maybe this is like a cover up for China just simply trying to keep control of the population and control power because obviously the people are fed up with it. They don't want the people to rise up. No. So instead of directly, impri- you know, imprisoning their people, COVID's just a scapegoat. It's a label for it, in my opinion. Well, these numbers are so minuscule. Well, and you're not seeing where these protesters, and so where these protest. I mean, and there's some pictures that I'm looking at. And I'm just, I'm looking off on my other screen here, and I'm just some of this we can't show because of obviously because of copyright. But I'm just if you if you do just your Google searches and you go CNN and you're scrolling through and being in China, 
okay, seeing these empty streets is just, it's haunting to me because there's no such thing as, as personal space in China. Wherever you go, it's, you're right there to each other. And so this is, now this is, and we, we should mention this, that this is, you know, this is something that, that has really been going on since May in China. So the first, but the other thing that says there's so, and so CNBC reported on Sunday that the first COVID deaths since the May lockdown occurred. In, and these are the ones that Travis, and so this was in, this is in the city of Shanghai. Okay. Now you have to realize that the city of Shanghai, all right, so the southern, which is in the Guangdong province, Guangzhou, which is the province that my son is from, all right, uh, the province reported nearly 1,000 COVID infections with symptoms and more than 8,000 who were asymptomatic, okay? Of, and then mainland China, mainland China on, yeah, so Sunday, 26,000 COVID infections, Okay, three deaths reported Sunday, three, and all three individuals who were between the ages of 87 and 91. I was just about to say that, you know, it's the same thing that happened here in the U.S. You would hear the death, but you wouldn't hear stuff like, okay, what was their age? Was there pre-existing conditions that may have triggered that like the stuff like that just gets covered up and it just it's a death this is so to to go with what you were talking about earlier too travis about the underlying so the underlying circumstances as to what's going on in china Let, let's i want to focus a little bit about that yeah so there has been within the last year so there's been this obvious tension that's been going on within hong kong and Taiwan, um, China has been talking and talking and talking and talking and talking about reacquiring Taiwan. We we actually did a show. Did we do a show no, this year? On, yeah, we did a show on that this year, mm-hmm. on the implications of that, which was basically Australia was ready to jump. They were, I mean, we basically reported that that Australia was on the verge of declaring war on China and how it was kind of being again. Swept underneath the rug. Nobody's talking about it. Well, I heard. Okay. It, well, I originally heard about that on Sky News Australia. Yeah, not American news. Yeah, and that was not right. And so, to me, as I read this, and when you talk about these area, these areas that they're locking down, okay, these areas that they're locking down are areas where they're seeing the protests. These areas that they're locking. Oh, there's. COVID in there, shut them down, shut them down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and some of these cities you're reading, I'm reading about here that within Beijing, you know, they're still allowing takeout and they're still allowing delivery. Um, it says, uh, what they say? November 10th schools in eight districts moved their classes back online for most students. Okay. Mainland China's latest wave of COVID infection has hit all 31 of the country's province level regions 
Okay. And like we said, for Sunday alone, mainland China reported more than 26,000 COVID infections with and without symptoms. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of, there's just a lot of, you're getting a lot of conflicting news here. All right. Where is this coming from? Why is this happening? China, to me, there's not, there's not going to be anything to gain from this. All right. Because there's too, there's too many things that I'm seeing with this. Number one thing is what happened with Taiwan. Number two thing, is this some kind of, you know, with, with the way the markets are going right now, I, the, what, China has nothing to gain from this. I mean, except economic disaster. They're trying to keep their workers in the factory plants. They're locking their, their people in the plants. We, 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 we want to keep the economy going. Okay, so we how are you... Lock them up at work. So we're going to lock them up at work. <laughs> oh, we'll feed them at work and we'll keep them at work. And then when you look at some of these oh, areas okay. where they're... And Travis, we were talking... You had posted this in the group chat. It's been a while ago. But some of these conditions where these guys are staying at, I mean, you thought our prisons were bad. Some of these apartments that these people are staying in. You know, you liken it to, you would say American, an American jail cell would be a lot better. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Just imagine like a, what do we say? Like the square footage? What what do you say the average square footage? Average square foot. Well, when we talk, the two guys that we had, one, one guy had 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 a, he, he was bragging about his 700 square foot apartment that he had. The other guy had a 900 square foot apartment. So to put that in. This was like a. These the pictures I showed you guys was like four hundred square foot maybe maybe a studio it was like a, it was like a yeah. cubicle yeah it was like a little studio cubicle that had like had your bathroom had the sink and it had like enough room for a cot and like that was it like that was the room and like there's like multiple people living in this thing yeah so if you and, yeah if I say a seven 700- hundred imagine like a giant high rise like apartment complex mm-hmm. and this and that's the, like that's what blows my mind like. These cities, it's just these apartments. Like as as far as the eye can see, the cities are so massive there, mm-hmm. and that's the living conditions. Like you got to think, millions of people are living like this. Like I think that's like I told you. Like we just people have no idea how lucky and fortunate we are here. Like they have no idea. So the other thing that's occurring, though, so. With all this going on, the demonstrations which spread... So this is something else that I'm saying here. Uh, the demonstrations which spread over the weekend to Shanghai, Beijing, and elsewhere have become a show of public defiance, unprecedented since Xi Jinping came to power in 2012. Chongqing will allow close contacts of people with COVID-19 who fulfill certain conditions to quarantine home, a city official said. Guangzhou, which is, like I said, is near Hong Kong, also announced... Uh, easing of curbs, but with record number of cases nationwide, there seems little prospect of a major U-turn in zero COVID policy. Okay. So what is at danger here? And a lot of people, and I, I hope it doesn't come to this, but for those who don't remember, I remember I was a teenager when this happened. I would have been uh, a freshman in high school in 1989. 
the last time that you saw a large-scale government protest like this was in 1989 in China, which was called the student. It was called the Student Rebellion, and this happened in Tiananmen Square in in Beijing, China. And what ends up happening is so. We, and there were tons of American reporters who were on the ground, um, and Chinese. You know, the Chinese satellite service that these guys broadcast out with were shut down uh, right before the what happened in Tiananmen Square. Tiananmen Square, they shut down the signals of all these guys, and the Chinese government basically went into Tiananmen Square and, ki- and kicked some butt and took names. And they wholesale wiped out a, a large number of Chinese students. Uh, they cleaned them out. They put the they put American reporters up in a hotel and then shipped them out of the country. And what you see is, and I mean, if you go to China today, you will not find this on their YouTube sites. You cannot do a search for it. It will not. If you put in "student revolution" in on the China in Chinese, you will not find anything. And so, some sources that I've looked at are making the comparison between the last time that they saw. Now, granted, I want to, and I want to put an asterisk next to this. These protests are nothing near the scale of what they saw during Tiananmen Square. But when you look at in some of these areas where you've got 10, 20, 30,000 people gathering to protest, you know, to, to us, that seems like, man, that's a lot of people. Chinese, they're not going to raise a big, you know, they don't want it to, but at the same time, this is still a lot of people coming together to protest in a country where you don't bite the hand that feeds you. So this, I mean, what you're seeing is... Just to give people an idea how brutal this was, reporters and Western diplomats on the scene estimated that at least 300 and perhaps thousands of the protesters had been killed and as many as 10,000 were arrested. Yeah. Just to give people an idea. Is that your dog or mine? That's my dog. He's throwing a fit. (laughs) Okay. But uh, what, um, moving forward, um, so what we're we're looking at, though, and this is going to be something that we're going to be looking at the next couple of weeks, and we wanted to start out with China tonight. And I think... We're going to be in next, and this may carry over in the next couple of weeks. And I want you, what is amazing about this is the lack of coverage that this is getting in. This is so if you go to CNN's homepage, you go to Fox's home, you won't, you won't, if I, if I, I don't think I'll get in trouble for doing this, but let me just bring up CNN.com. So if we bring in CNN.com, yeah, yeah, it'll be, it's okay. It's okay, sure. But if we bring in CNN.com here, and I just scroll down the page. Okay, so here is, you know, you're not seeing anything. Okay, now this is just as recent as Monday. Okay, CNN, you're not seeing anything until you get... And they're talking about trade issues with China right here. But we're talking about 
This is a yeah. Movie. I'm looking at CNN's page right now, and I'm seeing almost nothing. There's there's nothing here regarding what's going on with this. So there there's nothing there's nothing on that page. Okay. One other thing that you're not going to be seeing on here, and we're going to get more into this next week, give you a little bit of a teaser for next week, but you're also not going to see anything about what's going on, protests that are going on in Iran, another stronghold country. Another one that, unless, you know, China, where China has the communist regime, regime Iran has a, a um, Sharia law regime, an Islamic law regime. Neither one of these. These are not getting talked about. Um, I have seen, like I said, I watch a little bit of left and the right. Um, the only thing I saw about, I haven't seen anything about the Chinese thing on the right or the left. Uh, as far as Iran, we'll talk about this, like I said, next week. I saw one guy who is actually Iranian-American who who has a new show on MSNBC and it's on like at freaking three o'clock in the morning, and I caught a little bit of his YouTube report today of a like is either last night or the night before last. Why aren't these things being covered? You know, this is something we were you know we we talked about in our in our meeting or I don't want to say our meetings our podcast discussions this week on our group chat like hey what are we going to talk about. And I knew I had known a little bit about the COVID protest, but then Travis says, well, you know, these Iran, I was like, what's, what's going on in Iran? I don't, I don't know of anything going on in Iran. And I start doing these, you know, these searches and these, and this thing in Iran, I'll tell you this much right now, just to touch you a little bit of homework, just do you a little Google search and see what kind of human rights violations are going on. Do, do you a little search of, um, of China and what's going on right now? Again, what you're going to see, you'll, you'll get the reports from the people on the ground, but the absence, the absence of reporting is alarming. I mean, we're focused. I will, I will give a shout out to our boy Tucker Carlson. I think he God. has touched on this topic, so I we got to give him a little bit of credit here. He is fighting a good fight for yeah, us over I at mean, Fox News. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he sunned his nuts just a little bit too much this week, and he, you know, <laughs> got the got got a little extra yeah, lotion man. on the testicles, and he was able to sunny side up and 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 to go with it. But yeah, to me, this is you know doing the Lord's work for us. God, he's doing the Lord's work. But, uh, no, um, anyway, we, you know, uh, we, uh, we just, we're, I'm not making excuses, but Travis and I both have an early morning. We wanted to do, we were going to do a regular show tonight, but we're, because of our technical difficulties, we are, we do, we are doing an abbreviated show tonight. We will return, um, next week with a full, 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 full show on, uh, what's going on in Iran and what is going on in Iran is very, very, um, it is very, uh, overwhelming. There is a ton, 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 ton of information that I want to cover. I actually have a guest in mind that I kind of want to bring on, uh, for this. So, um, but, uh, yeah, we want to at least give you guys about 30 minutes tonight. And like I said, Travis gets to get up at three. I get to get up at four, but, uh, we are the voice of reason. 
Um, do want to thank you guys for joining us this week. Again, sorry for our technical difficulties and the fact that I am kind of handicapped, but that's okay. But, uh, and we will have Sean back with us next week. He will be off his weekend warrior status, hopefully, and, uh, will be able to join us again. Uh, Travis, anything you want to say before we call it a night? Nope. I got nothing. We will see you guys next week. <laughs> see you guys next Thanks week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.